0: Welcome to my podcast, Exploring Past Lives with Karen Joy. I am Karen Joy. For over a decade, I've been doing regressions with people who want to experience a past life and sometimes their life between lives. I'm the author of several books, including the groundbreaking book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Our Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. In this unique podcast podcast, I speak to people who have actually experienced one or more past lives. Some have also visited their life between lives, which is also known as the afterlife. Come with me now to learn what can happen in a past life regression. What a past life experience is like, how it unfolds and how it impacts on our current lives.
1: So welcome to the podcast, Tina. It's really lovely for you to come on to the show and share your experiences with us. Now, you had a a life between lives regression recently, but your original session with me, I think, was back uh, 18 months ago. Is that right? Yeah, 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 about that. Um, So I'm wondering if you could share with our listeners how you came to be spiritual and have a spiritual perspective in the first place. How did that happen for you?
2: I think that's all started after I uh, giving birth to my first son and uh, I had a terrible birth experience. And uh, what happened is um, I I had an elective C-section and um, the epidural touched my back nerve. So after the operation, I had a lazy legs. I actually didn't have any feeling on my left legs for three months for the first three months after operation and I couldn't walk properly and I couldn't go up. The, um, we live in a high set ha- uh, home at the time. And I couldn't even go up and down the stairs by myself. Uh, so, and at that time, the most scary thing is I don't know how long my legs going to be like that. It could be forever. I was scared. And, um, and uh, as you can imagine, I, I, it is my first time to, uh, to have a baby and, uh, I have absolutely no idea um, of how to look after a newborn. And uh, luckily I had my mom at the time um, to help me, supposedly to, you know, give me some assistance during the time. But uh, we end up, um, had a huge fight. She was um, very controlling at the time and uh, I was, uh, you know, Put that way, I, I was um, not very happy with the situation. I ended up having a huge fight. And um, I remember one day she said to me, She said, uh, My mother actually, um, my parents live in China at the time. And uh, uh, she said to me one day, She said, um, You know, we would like to live together, and the family need to be re- re- reunion together. And um, we would like to move to Australia and live with you. And I said, Yeah, that's a great idea, Mom. and uh, I really love the idea and um, you can live with us and uh, if you like, you know, I can let you have my current home and I'll buy somewhere close by and you can live uh, where we are now. But because uh, I am self-employed and um, at the time and um, just giving birth, I don't have enough income to support existing house, which we have mortgage still and also to buy another new home for us to live in so my mom, my parents can live in my old house. And uh, I said to mom, I said, uh, you know, mom, you have two houses in China. How about, you know, just have a small house and um, live in China since you decide to live here in Australia with us and uh, sell the big house and, uh, and help me to pay back the mortgage and uh, we live together and um, you can live in this house. We, we move out. So we have, uh, you know, some space. And, uh, my mom, to my surprise, my mom actually said to me, I'm not that yet. And uh, how dare you ask me to sell my own home. And uh, this home you currently own is not under our name. And, um, it, it, it just went out, etc. And uh, had, had a huge fight and, uh, I was very disappointed. And, and, um, and it was shocked, to be honest. I thought, um, you know, i like to help my parents, but I know I wasn't financially capable at the time due to my situation. And um, I thought they would be happy to live close by to us. I never had the one moment the thought of uh, the house under whose name, who, who owns what. And, uh, you know, in our culture is, um, you know, if we let our parents live in the house or our parents live, let us live in the house, um, we don't care who's, what's the official ownership, it's only a name, but, you know, if we said the house belongs to you, then, you know, we, we're not going to do, go back on our words and do something different. But I was quite surprised for my mother's reaction. She was uh, very guarded and uh, thought I had a other motive and intentions. So we ended up having a huge fight when I was still in bed and couldn't could, would couldn't be able to work And... Um, just giving birth i think um she ended up um you know leaving leaving the home at the time she couldn't speak a word of english and then she went uh went out by herself and uh, we were frightened and i couldn't go out to look for her my husband has my husband um can't speak chinese by the way has to look for her on the street and um, eventually found her in a motel near nearby and uh you know, I I still cooked and uh, bought food to her, and then she's still very angry. And um, I I was I calling my parent, my dad, telling, um, telling my dad what has happened, and uh, I thought I would get a bit more support from my dad. But my dad at the time just uh, completely denied, in denial, and uh, said to me, "Your mom, your mother will ever do such horrible things, and um, and there must be something you have done wrong," and uh I was completely broken at the time, uh, physically and mentally. And um, then my my mother left, left me uh, at the six weeks of, uh, uh, of me giving birth to my son. And uh, I was left alone, looking after my son. My, hu- my husband has to go to work full time and uh, basically there's no one around. And um, I remember I was, uh, I, I can't cook for, 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 for dinner, for food. I have to get a stool and sit in there, one hand holding a baby, one hand doing the cooking and try to juggle. And uh, it was very hard at the time. Plus my son was not a very good sleeper and uh, I hadn't had any sleep at nighttime. Plus I was very inexperienced. So I didn't know what to do, how to comfort him and uh, how to calm him down. So yeah, everything adds up together. I think I went through... Now, looking back, I think I probably went through a depression at the time when that happened. Uh, I feel my parents have abandoned me. I was left alone with the baby. And um, my husband, of course, has to go to earn a living to pay, you know, all the living expenses and mortgages, et cetera, for us. And uh, so he's doing as much as he could. And uh, I was home alone with a newborn baby with... um, with uh, very limited mobility with my body. And also I put on um, terrible, like 25 kilo weight. I thought I would lose, but I couldn't lose initially. And um, after one year, I, a friend of mine introduced me to go back to gym to try to get fit. Um, that's uh, how I get back to to kind of normal, regaining my, my body and my back. But uh, the first year was uh, very, I went through the turmoil inside of myself and uh, I was in such a mess of um, don't have any energy and don't have any hope each day. And uh, although I love my newborn baby dearly, but I thought I I couldn't cope. Um, It was really hard. That's that's the starting of what has happened. My mother-in-law, she's a doctor. She actually suggested me going to seek some professional help, like a psychologist, etc. But I, I thought I, I was fine. I thought I don't really need help. I should be okay to get over myself. But I end up um, resented my parents. I I couldn't face them for a long time. I don't. I refused to talk to them. Although I still sending them the video of. Uh, of my son every day to them. You know, I know they, they love their grandchildren dearly, but uh, I just couldn't put myself in front of them physically. And um, I thought I had a very good family here in Australia. I had a good supportive husband and uh, and uh, also parents-in-law, but it, it it somehow it did affect my relationship with uh, my, my husband and also my parents-in-law to a stage I think it's not their fault it's a uh, it's a complete my side I just couldn't trust couldn't believe anybody around me uh, I just feel very 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 alone at the time it was very hard that's um yeah thanks to the to the friend who gave me a a free seven day gym pass to start my gym and um, I, I lost the weight and I start um, so they like regain control in life. Looking back, I thought I was, I probably was in a, such a mess at the time. And, uh, and then uh, the gym had a couple of sessions about um, uh, spirituality sessions and for free. And so I start, you know, thought, oh, you know, it's free. Let's have a listen to see what that's going to do. And um, there's some confidence calls and um, different types of, Uh, webinar and the seminar I attended to so I thought oh it might be helpful so I I start searching how to heal myself it's not only to heal myself inside but also to heal my relationship between me and my um, Australian family so I was searching for answers so that's how how, how I started I I, I did went through um, some courses as well but I didn't really feel really assist me I wasn't in the right path uh, with the course it, it did help but it wasn't on the right path it just uh, I just feel it wasn't me uh, with a certain seminar being offered uh, commercially but one day I was just driving back after my gym morning gym and I was um, stumbled across a talk really really attracted me that was talk by the guru and uh, I have been a uh, a follower since several years, and uh, it's a free talk, and I can listen to any time when I'm driving, when I have time, when kids go to bed, and uh, I start slowly understand how I feel, why the way I feel, how to help myself in a way. Uh, but I still think it's a, a lot work need to be done to to really. Initially, was just getting control about myself. Now I think um, it's not only about gaining control about myself, but also to understand myself and um, understand things, you know, around us. And I do believe there is an invisible universal law. I just got to understand how that works because uh, when I thought I had a relationship with my my parents, I didn't realize it, it manifesting. Into'm um, having a relationship, I'm um, having trust issues, even with people who is very close to me for years. You know, I still lived with my husband at the time, but I just couldn't trust him, and i was just very guarded about people around me for a long, long, long time. Yes, that's how I started. Thank
1: you so much for sharing that. So you did you came for a regression. so we're I'm wondering why uh, or what exactly? like obviously you've become very, open and spiritual to this and you're understanding that you've got this um this trust issue i guess and i don't know how if that was resolved was it resolved with your parents before you came for the regression
2: it's kind of resolved i think because um we we haven't seen each other for a long time and uh, i did before COVID did went back to see them uh visit them once but I still think I'm not strong enough to stand, uh, like emotionally, stand um, firm on my ground. And I, I'm, I'm a person like seems to be pushed around a lot by my my parents. My mom used to joke to say, you know, Chinese have a saying there is a, if you shot a white turkey and it's fly all over the all over the world, all over the place, but if you shot a domestic chicken. And uh, we are still running around in the same circle. So you're not going anywhere. So she believed I'm the domestic, you know, chicken around. And doesn't matter what she does do to me. I will be always around and still listen to her. But after that incident, it it hurt me so much. And, um, you know, and also, you know, my when I first come to Australia, my dream, you know, and a goal at the time is uh, you know, I want to establish myself in the new country and uh, and be able to buy a house and uh, buy a car and um, achieve all the financial goals so my parents can come over to join me to have a good life retirement with with us. But now I think um, you know I get very disappointed because uh, eventually I achieve my goal, but uh, my parents is not in the picture anymore because I know deep inside my heart I I couldn't. Uh, really live with them, knowing what they, how they, like, I feel like they, they want me to study they want me to be successful. It's not really for for me. It's actually, it's a commercial transaction. It's for them. And um, I get so angry and upset. And I said, uh, it's, uh, it's only about, uh, you know, you want me to achieve for what you couldn't achieve. And you use me as a, a tool to achieve what you wanted to achieve in life. Maybe I was wrong at the time, but I had a really strong objection to that idea. And uh, so I, I completely shut, shut myself down to them. And uh, so I, I was in kind of a turmoil within myself. One side of me think, you know, I was doing the right thing. You know, it's not the, the life I wanted, with I have with them. I never feel, you know, supported. And when I was in my most vulnerable time, um after giving birth, instead of uh, receiving mental and physical support, I all I got is uh, a, a push me back deep into the deeper the, deeper end of the water, make me really, really upset. So I, I think, uh, yeah, that's what has happened. So yeah, that's the initial start.
1: So w- the relationship with your parents is such that, You've seen them, but you couldn't imagine them living with you now because you want to be your authentic self, it seems to me, rather, and that's well, and that's difficult, I guess, with your mother around because of the old uh, uh, con- the old conditions or the conditioning, the way you where you interact the dynamic, I guess you'd say, between the two of you.
2: yeah, yeah, I think my mum my mother is very controlling and. Uh, Just like the way I have to conform with her in every single way. If not, uh, I will be punished. So that's not the life I wanted for me, not for my family. Okay. But I'm wondering, you came for a regression.
1: Can you remember what it was that uh, gave you the idea of coming for a regression? What specifically? I mean, you had that issue, but that was going on for quite some time. Was it? Was there any trigger that you thought uh, I need to go for a regression?
2: I just. I think I. I read a book uh, about uh, uh, Michael um, Newton. He wrote a book about the journey of souls, and um, I was. Um, I was fascinated about about it, and I was curious curious about my past life, but I actually didn't see any past life with with uh with you in my first um session. Yeah, I think just a curiosity and also try to understand myself a little bit more to dig dig a little bit deeper about uh, myself. How uh sometimes I I I feel I'm doing the right thing outside, but how I'm feeling contradict, completely opposite inside of me. So I just try to work it out, why I have such feeling and uh, why why things happen. I know things happen for a reason, but uh, why it's happened to me, and, you know? Sometimes I I can, I, I, I figured out if I don't change in some way, some real occurrence will happen in life. Um, Like when I had relationship issues with my parents, it's manifesting into having relationship uh, issues with my husband and then manifesting into relationship with having having relationship issues with my parents-in-laws. And uh, I I don't want to keep, you know, these kind of things happening to me. And uh, I try to figure out why and how to get out.
1: So that's the reason why you came then, to, to learn more about yourself and understand, like you're curious, but also to learn more about, who you are and why you've got that conflict sometimes between how you're feeling about something, yeah. e- even though you feel you need to do it. do it, You do something, but you feel sometimes it doesn't feel right.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's great. So you did did get a, a past life regression. Sorry, you did go for a past life regression, the first one, but we didn't get a past life. I think it was more about your current situation, if I remember correctly. Would that be right?
2: I think the last time we did is um, it's uh, it's just discovered I had a heavy heart.
1: Oh yes, in the first session you, you discovered the heavy heart. There was also some grief there, if I remember correctly, about your um, relative. Your...
2: My my grandmother. Yeah, I I was uh, living when I was I think a couple of months old. My grandparents took me uh, to live with them and. Um, When I was turning six, my parents want me back and um, I hardly see them. I don't even know them. And uh, it was uh, very painful for me to leave leave my grandparents, to go to live with my parents in a a different city. And um, I didn't see my grandparents from six until I was 10, so four years and um, in, in, in the old days, uh, you know, we don't even have a telephone. We can't even, you know, um, talk, you know, uh, on the phone if we miss someone. You know, the only means of uh, communication is writing a letter. And I remember my grandpa used to write letters letter to us and I was really looking forward to see his letter each time. And uh, then my grandpa passed away when I was 10 years old. So um, it was a, a big shock to me as well and then my grandma passed away as well so yeah so it's um it's a lot, I think it's a lot of grief in my heart i think which never uh being allowed, allowed to be properly grieved um i just kind of buried it inside of me i think you're right i think that's exactly what happened
1: um and i think you started that release process in the first regression and then we did the second one and that was interesting too because i I think uh, you did do a past life there. Can you share with us what that past life was about?
2: Yeah. um, I saw myself um, was um, actually a European girl (laughs) and uh, around 15 and 16 years of age. And I was playing with my um, one younger sister and one younger brother and a little like a a stone uh, street and with a stone wall around. At the time, you see in, in Europe, this little stone uh, paved ground.
1: The cobblestones,
2: perhaps. Yeah, cobblestone ground. Yeah, like it's gray and the green color. We were playing on the street, and uh, um, next minute, I we heard the loud noise of siren, and we were told, you know, the German soldiers are coming, and um, and we were running for our lives. And um, uh, we, me and uh, my two siblings, we run into the nearest building. We hide ourselves underneath the staircase. And uh, we were terrified. And um, we tried to run furthermore, but there's no way to go. We were desperate. And the next thing I have seen is the, a black gun. And uh, with a... Um, I think a German officer holding the gun. He his expression is very um indifferent. And um, when he saw us, we were we were in such shock and I, I was holding both of my siblings in my arm and um and crying and um and terrified and uh and then without a word he just shot us or dead. Um, and um, in the last moment of leaving, leaving the world, I remember I, I was um, holding my two siblings in my arm and I was heartbroken and uh, I couldn't do anything. I know we're all dying, but I, I feel extremely sad it's um, really it's um, really sad to to have to leave them and I, I couldn't do anything for them that's the last thing I say uh, in my regression
1: so there's a lot of sadness at, that right at the end of your death a lot of grief about not being able to help not being able to do anything and that you're feeling the feeling of yeah. separation now happening
2: yes yeah, separation the, the fear of uh, separation and the uh, and I tried to hang on to them, and, uh, but I couldn't do anything. Uh, yeah. So that's a
1: very strong uh, feeling to have, this feeling of helplessness that can occur at that moment, <coughs> excuse me, that can occur at that moment that perhaps uh, maybe carried you carried with you until we did the regression. Maybe it's a little bit of it there still by the sounds of it.
2: Difficult. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think in current life I'm, I like to be in control. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Uh, well,
1: well, that uh, is interesting because in that life that was uh, at the end, there was a no control there, was there?
2: Yeah, no control there. And, um, um, yeah, was. Um, but I, I just feel my heart was um, broken into pieces and I have to somehow contain my heart in a bubble just like a bubble wrap, um, you know, your water jar kind of thing to container before it broke into you know pieces. So I have to wrap my heart around um, to be like one piece. Well that makes sense when from the first regression
1: that where you were told that your heart was heavy yeah. and uh, and then we got some of the reason perhaps why that was so heavy in that past life.
2: Do you think that's possible, yeah. I think so. I think so. That I, I think that's the reason because, uh, yeah, my heart was uh, wrapped around, and uh, like I see a vision of just like a fish, like a round bowl, fish bowl, but it was uh, my heart in the middle, but uh, was uh, made of uh, water around it, and also wrapping it up in, you know, like a bubble wrap around it. That's yeah. what I see. Um, okay. In my heart, yeah. Wow. So when you died
1: in the regression, like, and I don't know if our listeners know this, but you do die in the regression. Do you remember what where you went or what happened after that?
2: Um, I went to, to a very peaceful place and um, was very peaceful and loving and um, I feel the joy and the happiness and the peace inside me. And uh, I was telling myself I'm very, very tired. I need a really, really long sleep. I don't want to wake up. And I just enjoy this feeling of peace and uh, love and uh, lightness inside me.
1: Okay. And so I think we did rest for a little while anyway, and uh, maybe you went to a place where you were restored, or did you feel restored at all after that? Yes,
2: definitely. I feel um, rejuvenating, at a very rejuvenating place, and like, Like my soul was recharging, you know, it's just feel like your battery is running really low and uh, you just need a a recharging, a reboost. It's a charging place.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that was worthwhile, wasn't it? I guess that you got that. That's really good. So did you, so you went to this place of rest and restoration and after that, did you get the experience of meeting a guide or your guide, your spirit guide?
2: Yeah, I, I think somehow I, I think um, I was, I could be my God. I don't know who it is at the time. And uh, I was waking up in, in my beautiful recharging dream by someone and uh, asked me to 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 be reborn again. And uh, I remember at the time I said, I don't really want to go. And I'm tired. I was happy where I, I was at the time. But um, next minute, somehow I was, I think, I come to to this word again.
1: <laughs> okay, you weren't weren't uh, sure you wanted to do that, but you find that you were back here again. Then yes. Yeah. So in the regression itself, now we just go to a little bit of looking at how that information came. So did you get visuals? Like, was it visual, or was it thoughts or ideas or something else? How did it come, or some people get an impression. How did it come to you, the information? What's your memory
2: of that? I think I get a like you watch a movie like a scenery in your mind, but uh, with my eyes closed and i it, it feels really real to me, and um, I can actually see the color and um, feel the scenery and I feel the feeling I had at the time. And also, I can believe it or not, I can I can smell the smoke. And hear the sound very loudly. Yeah, I had the full sensation during the re- regression for when the past life—it's just come back to me like real life.
1: Wow, that was that was great. Then it was very uh, strong in you, very clear, very uh, impressive. I guess making a big impression on you.
2: Yeah, just come like that. I didn't. I didn't expect it. And, and just well, it's come.
1: different for everybody. What I've noticed, like some people just get a sense of things or a bit of an impression, but sounds like you got the sort of full sensational experience. I, I do make a point of saying that it's different for everybody, but that's great that it was like that for you that you got it very uh, strongly. I guess. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to remember how the past life started. I can't remember, but. I think you got it, You got the story pretty clearly, didn't you, coming to you in the order that it came? Is that correct? Like in the order from the beginning to the end, it wasn't chopped up with bits and pieces coming in. Is that right or what's your memory?
2: Um, I think it's just like a scenery. It comes to my mind, just like you're watching a movie in the movie theatre yeah. or real. Um, because in the movie theatre you don't smell, you, you can hear, you can, um, you can see things, but you don't smell, you don't feel uh, you get emotionally, you know, you can feel with the movie theater. I mean, you can emotionally, um, how to say it, by the role, by the by the scene. But uh, in this regression, it's more real. i actually into the role and I can feel feel the feeling of everything. So it's more, much more real to me. Okay. Thank you so far for sharing all that. And
1: I'm glad you got a very good experience, a clear experience of the past life. Um, many people find that the past life recalls, is sometimes related or somehow related to their current life. So we have established that you had this bubble wrap around your heart and it seems like you said before there was a lot of grief in your heart. We already got about your parents and the deep disappointment you had with them. And I've got the feeling that you had a deep disappointment with the situation that you were in in the past life as well. Would that be right?
2: Yeah, I think so, yes. yeah. I think it's not really disappointment, but... um. I think, it, you know, the fear of losing the love.
1: Of your parents?
2: Yeah, the, of my parents, of my sibling in the past life.
1: Oh, of your siblings in the past life as well. I didn't realise that. Yeah. That that you couldn't uh, look after them.
2: Yeah, I just feel really despaired and, uh, yeah, just very sad. Very sad very despaired.
1: So you said before that sometimes um, you you can be wanting to be in control and in that past life you weren't in control. So have you noticed any change since you've released that past life situation at all in your current life?
2: Yeah, I think I have learned how to some sometimes just have to take the life um, as it is when it comes, go with the flow, try not to be, you know, everything go orientated and uh, control everything uh, because seriously, we can't really control everything happening in life anyway. We can only go with the flow. I guess just go with the flow, yes.
1: And so do you think that you're you're doing that more easily at the moment or is it?
2: I have to remind myself, to be honest, and uh, uh, it's not a habit just yet. Yeah, uh, Just remember the other day I was... Uh, Remind my 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 son to do his uh, study, you know, in preparation for his his uh, high school entry exam, and um, I'm just kind of uh, have to remind myself, you know, you know, I can only do so much, and uh, it's no point to get angry at him at him, and uh, you know that is his life, his call, and uh, I'm here to assist whatever he need me to help, but I can't really do everything for him anyway.
1: That's good, that's really good. you're helping helping him, but allowing him to be himself.
2: yeah, yeah and also be more flexible and uh, more humane. let him have some break and let him have some fun. I think you know children need to have some fun because that's what I have missed out of when I was growing up.
1: Yes, because your mother was she quite um, coming down on you a bit because she liked oh, be the-
2: I, I was the only child for start, so I don't have anyone to play around with. And I remember once um, um, I was at home study after school, probably only like grade five at the time. My friends actually come knocked my door, asked my dad where I am to see whether I wanted to go go out to play with them. And I didn't know at the time because I was being locked inside the room doing my homework and study. And uh, my dad actually lied to my friends that oh no, she's not at home, and uh, asked my friends to go away to play somewhere else. And then later on, when I go back to school and my friend actually told, asked me, where did you go that day? How come you're not at home? So I said, no, oh, no, I was at home. And uh, yeah, this just kind of things happened to me. And uh, my, my parents not really allow me to have fun in life. They think it's wasting our time. I should be studying instead of having fun kind of thing.
1: Wow. So that's great for your, for your son and your children that you've shifted that now.
2: Yeah, I, I was determined not to be the same. In That's a way, good. I'm still deeply concerned about uh, his uh, school result. But in a way, I said to myself, you know, this only school result is not life. You know, there's more important things in life than just study anyway.
1: That's great. Sounds like you're giving them the opportunity to have balance in their lives.
2: Yeah. I still want them to be driven and, uh, you know, to to uh, achieve, you know, to, to become the best they can be um you know, not to be a lazy bum and, uh, you know, later on, leave on center to think a doll. You know, I want them to be a useful member um, of the society, but at the same time, I don't really want to push them too hard as I have been deprived um, of socialising or having fun as they grow up. So, yeah, a little bit balanced, I guess, yeah.
1: Balance is it. Yeah, that's great.
2: So the other thing is,
1: I'm wondering if you would answer this. Is there anything about the whole experience that you had, like the regression that surprised you?
2: Yeah, a couple of things, um, incident happened after regression. It surprised me. First of all, is that from the first regression, when I had an image of scenery of um, my God and enemy, and I remember after our session, And you were asking me, do I really want to book our next session? And I I was a little bit uh, in doubt. I was thinking, is this real or is that my imagination? So at the time I said, okay, maybe, you know, I'll give you a call when I'm ready and uh, to think about it. But to my surprise, a couple of months after I saw this particular image, which is being recorded in our recession, it was showing on YouTube and uh, by the guru. And it was one of his charity painting he's taking that picture for auction for COVID-19 charity auction for to, to help people um, who in need. And when I saw that picture, I instantly know what that means or what it is. And, uh, and I even recognized in that picture where like which one is me and which one is my my God or my guru. And um you know, it just only a symbol in the picture. I'm absolutely certain that was what it is. And then, then the next day I found out, it's also just come to me. I didn't go out to seek or anything. Just that when I opened the YouTube channel, it's telling me the symbol meaning. And that's exactly, you know, my symbol is a commoner. And uh, the symbol beside me, which is my God um, during our recession, was the symbol of a mystic. Um, so I thought, you know, that's, uh, that's very surprising. And uh, with our second regression, when I had this image, what I've seen in my past life, the second day, you know, I, I think as a logical person, and um, I always have doubts and I was thinking, is that the real thing? Or is that um, something in my imagination or something, you know, I made up in my mind? Um, so after first, first time, I was a little bit more convinced. And the second time, although I know it's probably true what I've seen, but I still have a little bit of doubts. And i was thinking, oh, is that my imagination again <laughs> the second time? And so um, after our regression, um, the second regression, I was um, uh, on the weekend, uh, met up with a friend. So I told my friend my story in the re- regression. So we just went for a bicycle ride in the park and the kids having fun together. That night, she went back home and then she called me, uh, or actually she sent me a text message after, and then she said, oh, you know, it's surprisingly, my mother saw a documentary on TV that day afternoon, and um, it was, uh, you know, about uh, Nazi killing children. <laughs> In the during the war and um,
1: and not in the in the not in the concentration
2: not camp. in the concentration camp It's just uh, on the street and uh, we wasn't taking captured and uh, um, it's just no warning it's just uh, just a shot I didn't know anything about this because the only knowledge I have about uh, Nazi is what I've seen on TV you know people get put in the gas chamber and uh, in the concentration camp. But I'm not aware, you know, they're actually killing people on the street as well. So that was, you know, something being mentioned in the doc, in this documentary. So I thought, oh, what a what a coincidence! <laughs> okay.
1: so you start to 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 uh, get more confident about what you've seen and experienced, then?
2: Yeah, I, I think I believe more, uh, way much more now than when I first started. You know, mm-hmm. so sometimes I thought. It could be my mind just play trick on me, you know. Could be I just imagine things, you know. Every time I have these thoughts, you know, next thing is the universe try to prove to me it's not true. They have some 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 sort of show, some sort of indication. Um, yes, a sign, a sign. Yeah, the sign a, comes. Some to sort me. of uh, sign. Yeah. So uh, in the in the one where you said
1: with your guide and you saw that picture. So had you seen that picture that then you saw on the YouTube? Had you actually seen that picture in the regression, in the first regression?
2: Yes, yes. I saw that, um, not a picture, but the image of, um, image. um, image. It's exactly image. I understand that meaning, the, the picture meaning better than, I guess, than people haven't experienced it. And what does that mean?
1: The image, so the image was a sort of almost more like a, a live image, and then later on, you saw this picture which was a representation of that experience.
2: Yes, 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 exactly. Okay, yes, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Really, yes, and happened in reality a couple of months after the regression. And especially now, I go back to look at the regression notes to refresh memory, that was very accurate.
1: Very accurate. Well, that, that's unusual. I haven't, I don't remember having anybody who's had exactly that experience but that's the wonderful thing about you talking about this on the podcast is that it's showing that there's so many different experiences we can have uh that sometimes yeah validate help validate what you experienced so look thank you so much for this tina i'm just wondering before we finish if there's anything else you would like to add
2: i guess i want to add is uh, trust your intuition um i wasn't so I think in order for you to go into the flow, go with the life with the flow, I think you, you got somehow trust your intuition more and don't let your logical mind get into the way too much because I am, a, I think I consider myself from my um, education and background, et cetera, everything. I was being told by, by my parents from young age and, it is, and also in the society um, I was living is that, uh, don't be a religion. Religion is not a good thing. But uh, I think it, I'm, I'm. I don't think I'm religious. But uh, I think um, intuition probably is a, a better word to to describe it. To trust yourself and um, don't get confused with uh, what you see um, in, in on TV or what happened around you. Uh, because our our physical reality can be very confusing and. Um, we probably getting different image and conclusion, draw wrong conclusion, but we if we follow our intuition, um, I think that's that's should be got us to the to the right path, the right way to make the right decision.
1: Great. Well the right decision for you and each person at the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's important. Wow. Thank you so much. It's been marvelous listening to what you've shared with us. You've shared a a lot of information about yourself, and I really appreciate you being on the podcast and sharing that with us. So, thank you so much.
2: Thanks, Karen. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Oh,
1: oh lovely.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Please feel free to access my website, lifebetweenlivesregression.com.au, for much more information about past lives and life between lives. You also might want to tune in to my Twitter and my Instagram account and my Facebook page, Karen Joy Author. On my website, you will find case studies explored in depth in my blogs and in my books and locate other useful information and resources. Thank you for listening.